Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Wendy Myers. Welcome to the Meyer Detox Podcast. And on this show, on this podcast, we talk about everything related to how to detox your life, your body, your home. And if you guys want to join my email newsletter list and get the you know the, the latest information on how to detox your body and home and so many other topics as well, go to MyersDetox.com and just click on anything to sign up for my heavy metals quiz. You can click a link on that, uh, click a link on any ebook to download, and you'll get put on my email list. Um, so today we have my really good friend, Stephen Azell on the show, and he's going to be talking about one of the most dangerous products in your home today and how to detox your home. And uh, he is great. I always love him on the show. He has a, such a wealth of information on non-toxic living and how to detox your home. And so uh, he is really a disruptive thought leader in the conscious capital movement. Um, he's positioned multiple companies strongly in their markets, and he's, he has currently creates sustainable jobs in five different countries. Um, most relevant to, today, to today's talk, Stephen has built the fastest growing eco-chemical manufacturing company in America called Truly Free. And he has pioneered, pioneered a refillable cleaning revolution with his brand Truly Free and has inspired hundreds of thousands of families to live a non-toxic life. Uh, you can learn more about Stephen and his products, his Truly Free line of products at trulyfreehome.com. Steven, thanks so much for joining the show. I am excited for today, Wendy. We haven't talked in a while and I'm jam, I'm jazzed up for today. Okay, awesome. So why don't you tell us like, how did you start your non-toxic journey? So journey for me started now 15 years ago um, when my firstborn son, um, we have five kids, but when our firstborn son was like a three-week-old little baby shrimp, you know, now we have lots of kids. So everyone's breathing, no one's bleeding, everything's fine. But when it's like your first kid, it's a big deal. Everything's a big deal. So when, you know, my oldest son, he was a tiny baby. We were, I was in charge of one of his first baths and, um, you know, I was getting him undressed and it looked Wendy, like he was scalded in hot boiling water. Mm. And I totally freaked out and, you know, called my wife over and she's a NICU nurse. And I saw her freak out. So like, we all like freaked out. And, you know, ran straight to the pediatrician and from the pediatrician to dermatologist, dermatologist, we had the pharmacy and a family member called and said, Hey, what are you using for laundry detergent? And I said, what do you mean? You know, I'm using, you know, what grandma always used, you know, the big bright bottle from the supermarket and said, no, you can't use that. You know, you really need to use, you know, something that's safer because kids can get allergic reactions. I had no idea. So she said, well, before you give them like all this, like pharmaceutical stuff. Why don't you strip his clothes and wash it in this homemade thing and see what happens? So we did. And the next day he was fine. So that was kind of like my aha moment. Like, you know, and then I became like a full-blown eco-conspiracy theorist and <laughs> every, like everything has to go in my house. And, you know, um, and then years went by, we moved from New York to Michigan. I met this really awesome grandma selling laundry soap at the local farmer's market you know, she needed an investor. So, you know, that was a decade ago, you know, she since well retired from the business and, um, and now we're, what started off with three people, you know, a concrete mixers making laundry soap in a garage is now, you know, the largest, fastest growing eco-chemical manufacturer in the country. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, tell us about uh, your, your business and what you make and laundry detergent and all that. Yeah. So we started with laundry soap. Um, we now have between, you know, cleaning products and skincare products, over a hundred products, but 
you know, we first started, we were making liquid, liquid laundry detergent because that's what you need. You need liquid products for, you know, a high efficiency washer. And um, we were selling in the health food stores and supermarkets. And, you know, I, I had this idea to build a website. So we started building a website. I didn't know anything about it <clears throat> and started building a website back in 15. And about uh, a couple of weeks before our launch of what we were going to launch, I had the bright idea to go to the post office and find out how much does it cost to ship four pounds, 50 ounces of liquid laundry products from Northern Michigan to all the major cities, California, New York, Florida, et cetera. And we found that it was going to cost about $14 to ship our, our laundry jug. We're planning on charging $15 for the product. So we knew that was to go out of business strategy. So we were like, <laughs> what do we do now? And, um, so we started asking crazy questions like, you know, what if, you know, you didn't ship water and what if, what if, what if, and what came out of these kind of what if think tank that we had was the world's first refillable cleaning system. So you get an empty laundry jug or now a spray bottle with cleaning product once, and then you just get a concentrated packet in the mail when you need it. Um, you know, when you go to a supermarket or, you know, you go to a club store, you get like these big honking jugs of you know, 250 loads of liquid laundry products. You need to put on like a back brace and like a, oh a wheel, a wheel dolly to get it out of the store. Yeah. Right. And I felt so guilty throwing those gigantic jugs. Away. I mean, for years I felt terrible. Oh my gosh. I mean, I would recycle them, but you know, still, you're still like, is it really getting recycled? And you know, and it, but it's just a lot of waste and plastic. That's, you know, uh, horrible for the planet. Totally. So, you know, since we've started, you know, the brand, the company used to be called My Green Fills. We now rebranded the company Truly Free, which is what we represent, like freedom from toxic chemicals and senseless plastic, et cetera, and just freedom, which is a bizarre idea um, in today's world. Um, you know, we have saved over 14 million pieces of plastic from ever being produced, right? And many of that would be, would be floating in our oceans right now. Yeah. Um, not to mention the millions of gallons of, you know, toxic sewage that be in the water treatments plants or the toxic chemicals that would be on people's backs that they wear every day. So we've, you know, reinvented a category, you know, over a decade ago and, um, yeah, just kind of pushing the envelope on creativity and, you know, uh, green chemistry, plant-based chemistry, and now building a movement. Like we've got a you know, a massive community of hundreds of thousands of family members all over the world that, you know, have switched from the store-bought, you know, kind of toxic nonsense to refillable, safe products. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what is the problem with the laundry detergents in the store? I mean, you know, my audience is pretty well-versed about this stuff, sure. but really just drive that point home that I think yeah. people just, they, they really need to rethink every product they're using in their home and putting on their body and you wear clothes, you're, you're just soaking in whatever chemical you're washing that clothes. You're just soaking that in all day long when you wear the, those clothings. Yeah. Well, I know like your community is, you know, well astute because they know you and you're such an amazing thought leader um, and bringing awareness to all this stuff. So I'll get a little bit more nerdy than I would on a general podcast because, you know, I know your, you know, your, you know, your community is way more, um, up to speed. So the takeaway message is that, you know, back in the, in the forties and fifties, the, you know, the advent of the soap opera, the petrochemical boom, 
know, all the byproducts of the petrochemical industry came and like, what do we do with all these byproducts? And out of that came cleaning. And um, one of the, the major things that happen in the, in the laundry aisle is that these, you know, conventional products, they're usually blue, they're green and liquid. They're, they're very goopy. And the reason why they're blue or green is there's a class of chemicals that are kind of like brought under this umbrella of ultraviolet light brighteners, UV brighteners. And they're designed to leave a blue or a green hue, a film on your fabrics. So that under artificial light, it tricks your eyes into believing that your clothes are brighter than they really are. Hmm. So when you go to the store and people buy clothes at the, at, at the mall, over 90% of all the fabrics that you buy at the, at the mall are coated with UV brighteners. And it's only to serve as an optical illusion. It's just marketing. It's, it's subconscious marketing to get people to trick them into buying the clothes off the shelf. And what the, the laundry chemical industry does is they, 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 they leave intentionally leave these chemicals on the fabrics, but under, under the U S patent trademark association or USPTO law, if it's under 1% concentration, which it is these manufacturers, including me, don't even have to listen on the label. So you actually don't know what is on the fabrics and what's being absorbed into your skin. So that's one second is the, is the perfume industry, which is a crazy industry. Because you could take something as, as you know, toxic as complete raw sewage that smells terrible, but in parts per million blended with almonds may smell like hazelnuts. And so the perfume industry is a, 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 almost a completely unregulated industry because they're using these tiny parts per million of different compounds to make these fragrances and these perfumes. And, they don't, and, and, the, and the chemical manufacturers don't actually have to tell you what's, what's in the product. So those are the two main issues, right? Then you have all these other classifications of surfactants and buffers and fillers and pH regulators, which all kind of like create this pharmacopoeia of really nasty stuff that gets put on our body. And that's why we started in Laundry Wendy and really passionate about that category because it's the largest in the industry. So think about it, you go to the supermarket, you have like the laundry aisle, which is like laundry everything. You know, and then you go to the next aisle and it's literally everything else from dish to hand soap to all purpose cleaner, window cleaners, everything's in one aisle. But the laundry aisle is just laundry detergent and fabric softener. And people are, you know, literally wearing these chemicals all day long. And, you know, it just leads to a whole bunch of issues, health issues that, and people like, oh, well, it must be something else. Well, you're breathing in and, you know, your, your immune system is constantly being bombarded with all these chemicals and it's just not cool. So that's why we started there. And we're really passionate about that category. Yeah. I remember when I used to, you know, get my clothes out of the laundry and I just love that, you know, certain de detergents would have like this fresh scent. I associated that with it being clean and nothing could have been further from the truth. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty nuts. Um, you know, our products, you know, we use 98% of all of our products have just essential oils. We do use some plant-based fragrance oils, just so that we can carry some scent past the, the dryer. And we do that intentionally because if p the majority of consumers, if, if it, they don't have a sensory experience, it's not clean. Um, and I actually did a little human study, you know, almost a decade ago now 
because um, I really wanted to know, you know, what people really wanted in laundry. And, you know, there used to be old theory that people wanted whiter whites and brighter brights. Now, you know, it's very common knowledge that people really don't care about whiter whites and brighter brights. They care about smell. And that's why the, the marketing of the 80s and 90s was always about whiter whites and brighter brights and, the, you know, the towels fl flapping in the wind. And now it's all about people smelling a towel and having this amazing sensory experience. So I went to this, I went to um, Bed Bath & Beyond here in town in Northern Michigan, Brett bought Brett two brand new towels, hand towels. I took, came out of the parking lot. I rubbed one on my truck, made it dirty, went to the supermarket, grabbed the big bright, bright orange and the blue bottle and sprayed this dirty now rag with this laundry detergent and fabric softener, drove across the street to the mall with my little hat on. And I walked around and said, Hey, we're doing a test. Let me know which one you think is, you know, you know, better cleaner, you know, which one you like better. And seven out of 10 people chose the dirty rag because they all smelt it. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then I, you know, I, I became convinced, you know, people have been brainwashed into believing that, you know, smell is, is, is a, is an indicator of efficacy when it's really not. Um, but that's what we've been conditioned as a society to believe. Yeah. And so, and what are the health con consequences of that, of people choosing by smell, choosing toxic laundry detergents full of, of perfume? What are some of the, the health issues and ramifications of that? So um, again, I'm no doctor and I can't make any health claims because, you know, we're a manufacturer, but I'll tell you what the research shows. And I'll talk a little bit about the industry. So um, everyone, there, there's a, there's a class, there's one chemical that everyone, for some reason, the industry is really gravid. It's SLS, sodium lauryl sulfate. Everyone's like, oh, it's SLS free. And SLS is, is, is basically you take coconuts, coconut oil, and it gets um, synthesized and hits with, hit with um, a surfactant. And it, it creates this surfactant. It, it creates so bad a coconut oil. And it's pretty harsh on skin. It's a respiratory irritant. But it's not like crazy nasty. There's other groups of surfactants that are like dangerous. Like you don't even want to breathe them. Like they're super nasty. So then, the, so SLS got this really bad rap, which we don't use of course, but it's in like toothpaste. SLS is in cake mix. So you get like that velvety smooth cake, you know, at, at the store. So there's like surfactants and so many things. So then SLS got this really bad rap. So the industry switched to SLES, which is the greener version, which is means it's sodium lauryl ester sulfate. And that ethoxylation process it kicks off a byproduct called 1,4-dioxane, which is a documented carcinogen. So when you ethoxylate a surfactant, you're actually creating a known cancer-causing agent. And there's many green companies that are using SLES as an SLS re replacement when it's even more nasty than its, than its predecessor. So um, the industry is wild, right? Um, and it's very unregulated. <clears throat> so um, you know, we decided to do something about it. And you know, we've just been on the cutting edge of plant-based chemistry for years. And, you know, pushing the envelope of creativity using essential oils and based fragrance oils that are the least synthesized in the chain as possible, um, you know, and do a great job and outperform the, the nasty stuff by using natural things. And we're really bad at business um, because, you know, these other companies are really great business people. They hide all of their formulas, right? And they blend, they say, hey, it's a blend of surfactants or it's fragrance or parfum. And we're really bad at business because we literally list our entire formula on our website, hoping that our competitors will copy us. Um, it, served as a, it served as success for us 
but we joke around like if we were good business people we'd hide like them but we have nothing to hide behind and we hope that lots of other companies copy us yeah i love that i love that and, and so let's talk about what is the most dangerous product in people's households right now because i know you have a whole range of products and there's there's so many different chemicals chemical laden toxic products that people use in their home to try to clean, quote, clean their home. Um, so tell us what it is. The, 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 I would say that the most common, there's two products that are the most common, really dangerous things in people's houses. And one is drain cleaner and the other is oven cleaner. So those two classes of chemicals are just wicked, especially if it's like the easy type uh, aerosol sprayers for um, cleaning the oven. But to me, the most dangerous cat, the, the the most dangerous chemical in your house is your laundry detergent. Mm. Ounce for ounce, the oven cleaner is way more toxic. But how often do you like spray your armpits and the, your body with oven cleaner? Well, if you're like a normal human, it's like never, right? You don't do that. Um, one because within minutes you're going to get chemical burns and you're going to the hospital. So most people would not be spraying their bodies with oven cleaner, but how often do you wear, not, not you, but I mean like you, the, the listener, wear laundry chemicals? Well, if you go to the supermarket, you're wearing them right now, right? You're literally wearing laundry chemicals all day long. You get out of the shower, your, your, your pores are open and you take a towel that's laden in these chemicals and you're like making micro suds from the chemicals that are dried on this towel and you're wiping them into your body. And then you're sleeping on them and you're wearing them. And when you should be detoxifying out of your armpits and behind your knees, you're creating sweat, you're rehydrating these chemicals and you're making a pathway for them to get around your body. So to me, that's the most dangerous category, even though the acute toxicity of laundry of like oven cleaner or drain cleaner are way more dangerous. Laundry is where to start. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good point uh, that you make right there. Cause I think people don't really think through these things or not really thinking through, you know, that they're trying to, you know, get rid of the bacteria in their clothing and using laundry detergent with antibacterial agents is, you know, my worst nightmare. Um, but can you talk a little bit about that, the problem with that? So the industry has woken up a little bit. Um, and, you know, one of the main ingredients that uh, has been enlightened over the years is triclosan which is a class of chemicals, which is a documented carcinogen that was used in all the mostly the antibacterial soaps and cleaners. And, you know, especially this in this post-COVID kind of era, um, everyone's concerned about germs and we shouldn't be concerned about germs. God gave you an immune system. Take care of that. You're fine. And um, everyone's concerned about killing bad things, you know, killing bugs. So, you know, you know, laundry chemicals and you know, around antibacterial, most germs, viruses can't survive in an alkaline environment. Laundry detergents, all of them, ours included, are alkaline. They can't survive in an, an environment where lipid fats break apart. Well, that's what soap does. That's why I was like, hey, wash your hands for 20 seconds with just soap and water. Because literally the soap itself lowers the surface tension of those oils and they break apart. So all the payload of, of a germ or bacteria gets, get, get, dies. So um, you have absolutely zero need for laundry, disinfecting your laundry. And if you have a dryer, well, your dryer is getting to 180 degrees. 
that's cooking everything that's in there too. And if you're a purist, like we are this time of year in Northern Michigan, we actually have a clothesline. I know it's a, a novel idea and the sun kills all that stuff. And so, um, and naturally brightens clothes too. So there's no need to have anything that kills anything in your house, especially laundry. Yeah. Tell me about dryer sheets because I hate dryer sheets. I absolutely detest them. And talk to us about that and the, why those are probably like the super, super toxic part of people's laundry routine. The, the leading laundry sheet, again, I can't mention names. You can, I can't, um, is um, averages around 11 documented carcinogens. Yeah. So it's pretty, there's, there's a lot of very nasty chemicals and, and the majority of them are petroleum-based chemicals because they're designed to, um, with non-ionic surfactants and you know, negatively charged ions to mitigate static, add UV brightener, but mostly is to add fragrance, right? Add a really, add, add a really quote unquote, nice smell to the laundry. So it's really, um, you know, the, the solvents that are, that are used in impregnating those sheets with the fragrances is just nasty stuff. I mean, nasty. So yeah, you know, we wanted to, we needed to replace, you know, those like we've replaced everything in the home that's truly free. So this is actually my favorite product we've ever made. I know you know about our dryer angel project. Um, I, I love this this story. So we we wanted to replace dryer sheets because you know our laundry detergent, like our laundry wash and our final our softening rinse, which we call final rinse. You know, it does leave a little bit of essential oil smell, but it's not like a, a fragrance bomb. And people want that sensory experience. But when you're dealing with essential oils and plant-based fragrance oils, they don't last a whole long, a long time out of the dryer because they're volatile. They don't stick. So people were, our members were demanding that we would, that their clothes would smell nice. So we came up with this dryer sheet alternative called dryer angels. It's, I don't have one on my desk, but you have an angel. It's a, it's, it's a hand-sewn angel. It's filled with a, a sachet, corn cob material, essential oils. You throw it in the dryer, fluffs your clothes real nice, smells awesome. But that one product, we funded Deaf Village in Jamaica. We've started multiple industries in Jamaica, but we've, we have 12 full-time women that sew dryer angels for us in Jamaica. And years ago, that ministry couldn't keep up with our growth. So we've partnered another group out of Southeast Asia. That one product has liberated hundreds of women out of sex trafficking. Mm. Um, so we literally liberate and free slaves. They get rehabilitated, they get healed. And then many, we have like, you know, another dozen women in Southeast Asia that were formerly trafficked and gone through some really amazing transformational stories and they have sustainable jobs sewing dryer angels for us. Um, and now we're opening up a sewing, um, shop in, um, in Haiti on the, on the border of Haiti, Dominican Republic on the DR side, again, under the, um, you know, under the intention of creating sustainable jobs in communities where women are at risk or have been formally trafficked. So it's a real mission driven product. I'm really fired up about it. Um, see the lives that we've changed through it just through yeah replacing dryer sheets. Yeah. And I, I love that. I love that you're doing things to, to help the planet, not only as far as like the, the chemicals and helping kind of liberate people's homes, help, help them to make them more non-toxic, uh, but, you know, helping so many women around the world as well with this project. It's, it's just amazing. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's been quite the journey. And again, you know, what, what started off with three of us with an idea, you know, a guy with a laptop and a concrete mixer mixing up soap, you know, now it's, you know, almost 130 employees all around the world. And, you know, it's been, uh, 
yeah, it's been pretty wild to see how, you know, God has just used us to like create change and impact an industry. And now there's lots of companies that are doing refills and kind of chasing after us, which is great. Like, please, I, I, not only do I welcome the competition, the industry has to change anyway. So, you know, we're honored that we're, we were kind of the catalyst to start it. Um, it just took us 10 years to be an overnight success. You know, yeah. we went, we, we were the forerunner, you know, kind of paving the way for a new industry. Yeah. And, and, and I think the, another reason you're so successful is you care so much about people. It, you clearly are just so just a giving person, a caring person, and you care about your customers, you know, you call them your family. And um, I just really love the work, work that you're doing. And I was just, you know, uh, really happy to have you on the show again. Wendy, I, I have been such a, even before you and I became friends, I've always been a fan of your work. Like, you know, I know you've taken incredible risk in your career, like educating and exposing truth and enabling people to heal on their journey. And, you know, the fact that I get to rub elbows and, and support and, you know, create value for thought leaders like you, it's like, it's, this is life mission work. Yes. So keep up your good work too, please. Yeah, Thank you. I know we met on the, the Dr. Nandy TV show, which is a yep. fateful encounter. And it was just a pleasure to meet you. And I just, I loved your segment on that show. And I thought, wow, that's, I just really love your work and what you're doing. Well, thank you very much. We'll keep up the good work. I promise. Yes. Yeah. And so everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to the Myers Detox podcast. I'm Dr. Wendy Myers, and I bring you the world's experts on how to have a non-toxic home and how to detox your body and other topics that are really important to you helping, you know, meet your health goals because you deserve to feel good. And I hope that uh, this show helped you today. Talk to you soon. The Myers Detox Podcast is created and hosted by Wendy Myers. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Wendy Myers and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.